Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here we go. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling okay after what would have been a little bit of a late night, I reckon, for a lot of people who are listening right now. Uh, I know it was a little bit late for me, but that's okay. We got the right result. G'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you are listening, we welcome you to what we like to describe as our very broad house of worship. And I'm telling you, there will be a bit of worship, a bit of worship going on for the Australian 11. Make it the 15. In fact, we might even extend it a little bit to the entire squad. That is coaching and, in particular, uh, another underappreciated, very important part of that Australian victory. They're sixth in the history of the ICC Cricket World Cup. Absolutely spectacular. And we'll get to all of that very shortly. We're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence. Remember, portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Go and see Alex and the team, sbsfence.com.au. So, uh, if you're listening up north, you're doing it via 6.93am. Uh, That's SENQ. SEN 1170 am in Sydney. Download that SEN app. And if you want to be a part of the program, you can. one 300 one $100 cash up for grades for top sport. That's Tristan and the team there. The text line 0457 736 736. So what do you do when you win a World Cup? Well, you get World Cup winners on. And we've got two of them today. And one of them has won two World Cups. We'll speak to the great Simon O'Donnell very shortly. Scoob, get his thoughts. Remember, he was part of that squad that won for the very first time a Cricket World Cup. Against the odds, where? In India. So he knows a lot about what it takes to win a World Cup over there in India. We're going to speak to a two-time World Cup winner. It's a Rugby World Cup. Tim Horan, what is going on with the poor old Rugby Australia? Um, Hamish McLennan leaves the building effective immediately. So we'll speak to Timmy about that. Very passionate about his rugby. Staffy! Oh, I can't wait to speak to Staffy and the crew. Hey, how are you, boys? How are you? Yeah, that's right. We just won again over there in the cricket. Well, I promise I won't rub it in. Actually, no, I won't make that promise. Uh, Sports update. We'll get that with Coach K. He's in his living room again today. That's right. It's a work from home Monday. So I'm out here at Cordor. Uh, We'll have the winners and losers over the course of the weekend. Uh, We'll also speak to Trent Thomas, huge audience watching that game last night and this morning. He's the managing director and publisher at Media Week. The two o'clock flock will be your chance to have your say, one 300 one 
He's got control of the rundown. So as a result of that, the Who Am I is squeezed in there again. So we're excited about that or we're just going to feign excitement. And, of course, the text line is there, 0457-736-736. So have your say. All right, let's get to it. Pat Cummins has led Australia to their sixth victory in the one-day international cricket. And it's the World Cup against India in India in front of, I don't know, 110, 120 thousand people let's have a listen to the closing stages of this world cup win two for victory for australia glad maxwell to see his first ball siraj bowls to him maxwell clobbers the ball out to square leg a dive on the boundary to save it they'll come back for a second and australia has won the world cup a sixth championship victory and surely none greater than this well, it's Jared Waitley's thoughts. We'll get yours as well. Um, is it the greatest Cricket World Cup that Australia has ever won? Pat Cummins said, uh, it's been a big year for everyone. Our cricket team have been here in India, the Ashes, the World Test Championship, and to top it off with this is just huge. So it has been absolutely incredible. So well done to the Australians. Well done to Travis Head. I mean, wow. Wow. Let's have a listen to what Travis had to say post the match um, concerning the toss and Australia's decision to send India in. It was a great decision, obviously, to bowl first when we win the toss. And um, I felt like the wicket um, got better as the day went on. It took a little bit of spin, but um, yeah, all the reasons why we did what we did at the toss all, all paid dividends. So um, yeah, nice to be part of it. Nice to play a role in that. And um, yeah, what's going to be an amazing couple of days now. Well, nice to be a part of it. Um, he was a key part of it, wasn't it? Not just the 137 from 120 balls. Unfortunately, not there at the end. Dismissed just before those winning runs. Manus Labashain and he put on 192. We'll get to Manus very shortly. But what about this record that Travis Head is putting together? Travis Head has now been player of the match in the World Test Championship final. He was player of the match in the World Cup semi-final. And now he's a clear standout as player of the match in the Cricket World Cup final. Let's not underestimate how important that catch was that he took. It's a spectacular catch. A very, very good catch, uh, dismissing the always dangerous Rohit Sharma. So he was absolutely spectacular, Travis said. But just back to Ricky Ponting's note that he wrote to himself in 2003. And 2003 was, of course, when Australia won their uh, another World Cup, their third overall, but it harks back to what happened for him in the 1996 World Cup final, where he basically did a Virat Kohli. He batted, he scored 45 off 73. He was setting up a big run chase and then didn't get there. They didn't post a big enough total against the Sri Lankans. So on the night of the 2003, the night before, watch the ball, play straight, loud calls, be patient, don't overhit, bat for a long time, man of the match, be a world champion. Wow. That's what he wrote to himself. I would love to know what the 22 players who were participating last night and this morning were writing to themselves. And maybe we'll find out from Travis Head a little bit later on. He's probably got a book to sell at some stage down the track so we can read it then. You know who's underappreciated in all of this? The Australian cricket selectors. So often we want to have a go at the Australian cricket selectors. But you think about the role that they played in the 11 and how the 11 played in this World Cup final. So George Bailey as the chair, Andrew McDonald as the coach, and Tony Dodemate as the third selector. Take a bow. Because remember, Travis Head, they dropped in India. 
at the start of this year. Travis Head was selected in this World Cup squad. He was in Adelaide with a broken hand. They said, nah, he's an important part of this squad. Cameron Green was there or thereabouts, and they said, no, we're going to go elsewhere. We're going to go with Glenn Maxwell in our team. So the option was Marnus Labuschagne or Marcus Stoinis. How good was Marnus? He was averaging prior to that 25.8 at a strike rate of 77.9, and they put on 192. 58 not out from 110 deliveries. Perfect in those conditions in that game at that time. Alex Carey started the tournament as the wicketkeeper. Josh Inglis came in and took five catches in the final. Most of them were straightforward, but that doesn't matter. He was a key part of this Australian squad. There was all sorts of talk after the first two losses to drop Pat Cummins. They didn't do it. They stayed the course. And you know what Pat did in the final? Pat got two for 34 from his 10 overs. So absolutely crucial. Inventive with his field. Inventive with his bowling changes. Like of all the people that want to, you know, you know, as we say, success has many fathers and failures and orphans. So lots of fathers and mothers for the success of this Australian cricket side. The Australian selectors of George Bailey, the chair, Andrew McDonald, the coach, and Tony Dottomate deserve a huge amount of credit. So well done to them on that one. We'll speak to Simon O'Donnell about that a little bit later on in the program. In fact, he'll be coming up straight after the break. Manus Labashane, let's hear from Manus after the match. Important, the role that he played. Vital, in fact, and I think he was a little lost for words. I know you guys know I'm a man of faith and believe in God, but I, I, the way everything's happened, it's, it's unbelievable to me and, and it's just amazing. I, I don't, I'm, I'm lost for words. The amount of times that I thought I'm done, even last night, team didn't get named until about 10-10. Really? So you were still concerned at that point? Yeah, I, I thought coaches went to the ground, might be Julia, might be out. Um, so I'm very thankful for them for sticking with me. There you go. They, they did it. Manus repaid them in spades. 58 not from 110 balls. As I said, absolutely perfect. We'll go through it with Simon O'Donnell, but you go through it with me as well. How long did you stay up? Who did you think was a key contribution? There were so many big moments during the course of that final. You better let us know. Let's get away from the cricket. We'll go to the rugby. Daniel Herbert is the new chair of Rugby Australia. We'll speak to Tim Horan about this a little bit later on in the program. It's just extraordinary what came out on Friday. Six unions said, eh, we've lost faith in you, Hamish McLennan. Not only, it's not the position, it's not the centralisation, it's not the high-performance alignment, it's you. You're the one we've lost faith with. And he said, oh, well, call an extraordinary general meeting and get rid of me. So they did. And now we've got a new chair of Rugby Australia. That's Daniel Herbert. So I know he's an old teammate of Timmy Horns. We'll see how that goes. They still want to do alignment. There's still concerns around centralisation. But no Hamish McLennan. I didn't think it would happen. They had to move against him to get rid of him. He wasn't going to resign. And now he's left the board completely. And already two sponsors have walked out. Toro and Cadbury walking out of Rugby Australia. So this could be a bloodbath, and that may continue. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, getting into Las Vegas, we've got the Grand Prix over there. Guess who won? Go on, guess who won? Max Verstappen won. So well done to Max on that one. No real surprise on that one. A little bit of a concern with Lando Norris with the crash, and Oscar Piastri was up there, and I thought he was going to finish on a podium. He didn't quite. He ended up finishing 10th, but overall there was all sorts of issues with what was happening there. Uh, people paying big money to get in there and then they weren't able to. And um, there were 
uh, manholes on the track that were causing problems. But overall, what a spectacle. And we'll speak to Trent Thomas about the number of people in Australia that were watching that live. Uh, into the rugby league now. Michael Maguire is going to front the New Zealand Rugby League board at some stage this week. There's a push from past players looking to get rid of him. So we'll have to wait and see what comes out of that board meeting. New Zealand Rugby League CEO Greg Peters has confirmed that Maguire will be given a chance to outline his case to remain as Kiwis coach. Meanwhile, the New South Wales Rugby League have made no decision. Uh, well, certainly haven't been public with the decision that they have made around who will coach the side next year and beyond. So who are the options for New Zealand? Nathan Kalis is in the system. Stacey Jones. I think it's our man Tony Kemp who's the agitator over there. I don't know, Tony. Winning a final 30 nil. <laughs> not satisfied with that? Do you not think the coach is doing a good job? Do you think it's a conflict of interest? We'll get your thoughts on that one as well. So Jerome Lewis had a visit from Benji Marshall, his boyhood idol. How does this get out? Sydney Morning Herald reporting on this one. What did Matt Cameron talk about, the CEO of Penrith Rugby League, on Friday when we were out there at Jayco? Alignment. Alignment in the organisation. But anyway, we're finding out that Benji went and had a meeting with Jerome Lawai. Will they get him? We'll have to wait and see on that. bit of other news around in rugby league. The Golden Boot, we'll talk about that. Ben Simmons in the NBA. Coach K wants to talk about that. Matty Moylan might be heading over there to the UK Super League. And there's a young superstar that the Bulldogs have beaten off. Not just every other NRL club, but the Sydney Swans as well to sign. We'll tell you about that a little bit later on in the program as well. Before we go to the break, though, we've got to get our talk topic for today. We know you want to be invested in this. The incredible team performances on the back of the contributions by a number of individuals on the field and off the field. The incredible team performances. You know, think of the stage, think of the situation, think of the individuals that were involved. You tell us, one 1170 0457 736 736 So uh, Queensland, rugby league team, state of origin, game two, 1989, Wally Lewis's greatest moment, arguably. Arguably, they finished with 12 men and they ended up winning the match and winning the series. Uh, you give us yours, 0457 736 Seven, three, six. All right, let's get ourselves to a break. After the break, we're back. We're talking more cricket. We're doing it with World Cup winner in India in 1987, Simon O'Donnell.